You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Brittany. Later. Can you ride my unicorn? <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? I'm just trying to listening to the Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Las Vegas. This podcast is brought to you by Viva. No, it's not. We're just going to talk about our Vegas time. Because Could you imagine if Vegas sponsored this podcast? I'm going to manifest it. I'll tell you right now, Vegas would have been a totally different experience had they had they uh, decided to pay for it for us. We are going to talk about our, our vacation. Uh, there's a lot of juice in this episode. Is there? It, yeah, I feel like it's poor juicy. Did you do something you shouldn't have in Vegas? No, I just feel like it's like a good episode because we have so many fun stories. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Not like, juicy. Yeah, it is juicy. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, it was all a dream. Oh, my God. Mm. Like, I don't know biggie? Why I said that. like Biggie Juicy? No, yeah. I don't know why I said that. Like, you're tired. I am very tired. Yeah. My eyes are like twitching <laughs> still. Okay, <laughs> let's do. Uh, I love you and you're annoying first. Oh. Yeah. Do you have one? Yeah. I, no. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Um, I don't. Mine is, I think, an extension of the last time I had one. And I literally said every time we come back from somewhere, I am. It's like the weekends. I'm like, I'm just the meal fairy. And we came back from Vegas on Sunday and I made every single meal and organized every meal. On Sunday. And hmm. we were both dead ass tired. And I did breakfast, lunch. And then said, what are we doing for dinner? I guess I'll order How could you possibly this. have done breakfast? We got home at 11.30 and the kids had already eaten. They didn't eat. Yes, they had. Nope. They had half a bowl of Cheerios and they didn't eat them. They had half each? 
they didn't they eat the shared cereals. one bowl the kids were literally so hungry and you know what like they're like i don't want food and you do you say the same thing when they're like i'm not hungry i don't care i don't care if they're not hungry you put shit in front of them they'll eat it you can't say no i don't want food and now it's 11 o'clock and it wasn't 11 o'clock it was we got home at 11 o'clock. no we didn't like a hundred percent, zero percent chance. Time stamp my Google Ring doorbell. I do. I will look at it. I it will. wasn't eleven o'clock. Anyways, this is had, an annoying they conversation. They hadn't eaten breakfast, so I made them breakfast, and then I made them lunch, and then I was like, "What are we doing for dinner?" And I said, "I guess we can order food, and I'll go pick it up." And you're like, "Yeah, sounds great. I'll just do all the things." It's really annoying. So just please keep that in mind this weekend because it's the weekend, and I I need I need help with like and you know we're what going it, to a barbecue tomorrow. Why, you know why do I have to worry about food? Sun, oh, Sunday's Father's Day, so never mind. I'll be and doing Sunday's Father's Day, Brittany. If I have to make my own meal, which I'm going to, I just want you to be aware of it because I do it a lot, and it's it's not even making the food because I don't mind making the food. It's the mental load and the decision fatigue that comes along with all of those things that that is very annoying as oh, a mom. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the mental load and the mental fatigue no, of the making de- a meal. That this whoa, it's the decision fatigue is a thing that most moms will deal with because they are managing the entire household. Is this a household. new hashtag decision deci- No, it's not. What is it? What is it called? Decision fatigue. I'm so when tired. When has that ever been a word? I am so tired of making decisions for the family. And it just gets a lot. Like I manage all of that. You just said that the other day. Well, you're like, I didn't know any of these things. All of the forms for Riley's cheer and her school and her camps, all of the forms. Why are you laughing? I'm, this is actually pissing me off. I'll that you're tell laughing. you why I'm laughing because do you think, do you think for one second that I don't make decisions okay. during the day? You know, what's really annoying. Our, my decisions have a ton of weight behind them. Do you know what's really annoying? No part of me said that you didn't make decisions. I make decisions in my own job just like you make decisions in your own job. And I also make a shit ton decisions for the kids and the family, which I'm saying I take the mental load of that on more than you do. We both have jobs. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't make decisions in your job. I'm saying it for the family. I take on the predominant amount of decisions and like weekly things that go on like, Oh shit, we need groceries. We need all these things for groceries. Oh shit, Because you don't do it. Because I'm bad at it. So don't like, that's not it. I don't know why I was like in a really good mood. And that was just really annoying that you were like laughing about that. Cause it's well, exhausting. No, because it, you and insinuated. I'm, I promise you that there are going to be so many moms that are going to be like that fucking. Of course they're going to be like that. But don't think for a second that your husband doesn't make decisions. You are completely missing the mark on He's this. He's not sleeping all day long. Nobody doing said, nothing. oh my God, Ryan, no one said that the spouse isn't doing anything and making decisions. You absolutely are. It's the family. Family usually falls on a default parent, which is me for the decisions by default. And it's a lot. And so for the weekend, the decision fatigue kicks in and it's another thing that I'm like, fuck, like I don't want to make these decisions. It's a lot. Oh, it's annoying. Okay. I need you to like get on board with how annoying it is. Okay. It's annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying. It. You're it, annoying me right yeah, now. Yeah, I get it. I can tell. Oh I was in a, such a good mood. You are in until a juicy you, like, mood today, you completely, Brittany like, Marie. Downplayed that. Ooh. I wasn't really downplaying you were, it. You I were was feeling personally it. attacked. That's probably because it was true. <laughs> <laughs> it is true, but doesn't diminish the other truth. There isn't. Oh my God. I don't want to go in a circle. I didn't say you didn't make decisions. We both make decisions in our line of work. 
Yeah. And on top of that, above and beyond that, I take on more decisions for our family right. unit. Well, 100% you okay, do. Go ahead. What is your annoying? This conversation. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. I don't really give a shit. No. You know what? This is a funny, it's annoying. I think I've had this maybe twice in the two plus years we've been doing this. And ladies, before I say this, because I know you're going to get heated about this. Well, maybe you should. I not. I, I, it's annoying. I don't have a problem with it. It's annoying. Uh, and it's more annoying for the both of us. It's inconvenient for the. I can just see it. What? What? I don't know what you're about to say, oh. but I'm already angry. <laughs> no, it's just like I'm not. An, I'm annoyed by it. I'm not upset about it. It doesn't impact my life in any. What? There's no heaviness in this conversation, ladies. But when you plan a trip for your spouse and it's a, it's alone time with you and the partner, there's an expectation by all parties that there's going to be some boom, boom that occurs. And when you wake up to leave for said vacation and your aunt comes and says, hi, peace the fuck out. All of those plans, they ain't working today. That's annoying. Do I have a problem with it? No. Did I complain about it? No. Do I have any uh, issue uh, with it whatsoever? Absolutely no. incorrect. You what? complained about it the whole trip. I did not. Yes, I said, you did. Oh, I said, oh, how you feeling, Brittany? No, that's not what happened. Not and we so also good? and we also had sex, so you need to chill out. Mom, like, is listening. God, to this. this is like. Uh, that's your I love you annoying that's what you're choosing I didn't say you're annoying I said that's, that's a, annoying that's that's not a good you one, don't think right? that's annoying that, no did I you think not that, wake up before we left and be like oh man that's annoying yeah but I would never choose that because it's I love you and you're annoying it's something that I have specifically done that has been annoying to you and I can't that, choose you did specifically do that I think we should move on because I'm I'm getting annoyed hmm. with you it wasn't in intentional general. it wasn't intentional and sometimes Brittany the things that annoy each other about the other part unintentional let's talk about how we almost didn't make it to vegas because of you because of the sex toy because no because of yeah the i know i was joking about the toy <laughs> it basically a was true, a toy yeah, because yeah. it was so big so <laughs> that's what she said um yeah this is a really cool story it, it well, I, i'll tell you it's cool because it's over now yeah uh, it Could was not. Real bad. It was not cool in the beginning. So before we we left, we scanned in, uh, tried to book our own tickets before we got in, so that we could bypass bypass all the stuff that is known as Pearson International, uh, worst worst airport in the world right now. Um, it's bad. And so we get through, and my ticket doesn't print out, and I don't know why it doesn't print out, and it doesn't matter why it doesn't print out, but it doesn't print out. It says, "Please see a kiosk person, like a." employee yeah you, quote unquote you's about to get inspected like a motherfucker yeah if you ever get if you ever try to print your boarding pass and it says like unable to print pass go see whatever you this is your warning that you warning you will be empty your pockets it's a random search but that's your warning so here's the story but i'm gonna give you a little bit of backstory because i think the backstory is equally as important to this story because yeah. when i tell you the backstory you're gonna figure out the story it doesn't make it any less so maybe true. you should tell the story first and then tell where you can like work okay, your way yeah, backwards okay you know? okay right, okay but. i see how this book is being written okay that's just still unwritten Hello, running story. No, that's Natasha Manningfield. All oh, right, two different songs. <laughs> One's a movie. <laughs> okay, so, so here's, here's how the story goes. I, I'll, I'll go right up until I'm about to empty my pockets, and okay. then I'll go back to the backstory. Okay, that's how I, I see this. I just unfolded this whole story right, right, in my right. head. Okay, so shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode.
Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Uh, random check is not so random because if your ticket doesn't work, you're getting randomly tested or checked. So they check, they test you for all the things, whatever they inspect you, they put you in the machine, you put your hands up, it does the rotation thing. It shows you all of these things. And so I'm walking through and, uh, they say, okay, 
you know, big stamp, whatever, SSS or whatever on my ticket. I'm like, is this a good thing? The guy says, well, it depends on how you look at it. I'm like, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> so I come through and they're like, take my bags. They throw it through the machine. I'm like, am I like, what is going on here? I'm mm-hmm. literally in like, I've never experienced this before. I've been randomly tested or yeah. set, uh, like when we were in Florida because I was sweating so badly, yeah. they, they randomly checked me. Sir, why are you so sweaty? <laughs> I, uh, I'm sweaty because I have two kids. I'm in Florida and I hate my life right now. And we're at the airport. With so anyways, so I'm going through this. Now they're going through my bag like crazy. I'm thinking, oh my God, did I, did I put something in my bag that I didn't know? I'm like, did I put drugs in my bag? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Did someone put drugs in my bag? So anyways, I go through, I empty my stuff, I take my chains off, I take my, my ring off, and I go you through keep this. keep beeping. I go, yeah, I keep beeping. I, so I go through this machine, and they test me, and I look at the animated version of my body, and there's this thing flaring in my pocket. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have anything in my pocket. Is that, what is going on here? And they're looking at me like something's not good. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I don't know what's happening. It's just someone jammed something up my ass while I was sleeping. <laughs> I don't know. So anyways, they're like, sir, they're like, sir, can you empty out your pockets? I'm like, there's nothing in my pocket. So I go into my pocket. I reach into my pocket. Now I'm having these like elasticy pants. Like they're really cool pants. Really cool pants, actually. Yeah. Where did I get those? Psycho from? bunny. Psycho bunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The psycho bunny pants. And uh, so really cool pants. And I'm like. Oh, wait a second. There is something in my pocket. So I reach into my pocket. I pull out this big, massive red. It's it looks like a bullet. Literally, it looks like literally Morpheus came with it and was like, if you, you accept blue this pill, pill or red pill, you will be going welcome to the, the matrix. matrix. So <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, oh my God. Now I, I have a mini hard tech because I have to describe this. And pill, you do, this and he, pill, right, knows exactly what it is. We should, just I know that. what the pill is. This pill is in a massive case. It's a plastic case, but on the outside of it, it's all steel. It yes. literally looks like a bullet. You unscrew it. Right. It's like, what kind of, what form of cocaine is in this <laughs> pill or whatever high, right. high octane drugs right. that are out there? And I'm like, oh my God. And they say to me, sir, what is this? And in my, and in my panic, I said, my multivitamin. it's a multivitamin. <laughs> Now I know I'm fucked because it ain't a multivitamin. <laughs> For your dick. So let's flash back. <laughs> I'm with a client of ours. <clears throat> they happen to be in the sex industry, this client. And by sex industry, I mean the adult toy industry. Right. And they had brought some product in from the United States. Now, this product is a cross between Viagra and Cialis, which I didn't know any of this, just so everyone's clear. But apparently, one gets you rock solid, and the other one gets you prepped for whenever you want to right. be prepped. Right, it's like a consistent eight-hour In a boner. 24-hour period of time. So apparently the one of them allows you to do whatever you want whenever you want it and the other and the other one allows you to do something really aggressively for a very short period of time right so anyways they apparently there's this pill they put them together and you can do both at the same time so i remember that i had this pill and i thought oh we're going to vegas now keep in mind aunt flo showed up doesn't matter so i'm like i see this pill in the spare bedroom because i put it up there i thought oh my god i'm gonna grab that just in case you know I get lucky this weekend. <laughs> I throw it in my pocket and forget, forget about, about it. it. Forget so, it. Set it and forget so it. So when I go through the security system, what is it that's in my pocket? A fucking Viagra Cialis pill. mixture to make one's penis extremely aggressive. And I mm. say it's a multivitamin. Yes. The guy looks at me 
I look at him. He knows I'm lying. Yeah. Now, lying to those guys is not good. But I had a feeling that this guy knew what that product and was. He, and you didn't, no, but and he, he also was like, did that thing. And he was like, he gave me the fist like, chill bro you're, no you're good. he also took that thing that they yeah, like sure wave it around coke. it and like nothing lit up and he was like be on your way he's like you yeah. were in it was like the matrix rock on, rock on son but it was mate mate dicks mate <laughs> like matrix? the matrix but mate like dicks? mate dicks because it was yeah. anyways could have been the worst <laughs> yeah could you imagine i got I get, I get handcuffed because of viagra and cialis <laughs> and i didn't even get i didn't even get to use it ant flow i would be like seriously it's not even for me <laughs> like what <laughs> Okay, let's talk about... That's, a, that's how the trip started. Yeah. And then we got to Vegas and it was 11 p.m. Vegas time, but 2 a.m. our time. But we stayed up till like 6 a.m. Smartest thing mm-hmm. you can do when you're losing three hours, gaining three hours technically... Yeah, try to push ...is through. you gotta pretend that their time is the time. Yeah. And if you don't do that, you stay on your time. If you're there for a business trip one day, definitely stay on your time. But if right. you're there for a trip trip and you mm-hmm. want to have a good time time, um, I don't know what, what what's going on. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Just on, just to be very clear. Okay. Uh, you got to switch it. So what did, what did us two knuckleheads do? Four knuckleheads. We stayed up to 3.30 local time, 6.30 in the morning yeah. Eastern Standard Time. It was wild. Not a good idea. You can go on to their timeline, time zone, stay up to one o'clock and be like, well, Ooh. That was a good. That was yeah. a good stretch. It was long. Don't do three thirty on your first night in Vegas when you landed. Oh, but why the? By the way, you know what nobody tells you about in Vegas? Now it it kind of makes sense because it it's like it's Vegas. So you're in the desert, but okay. holy shit, is it hot? Are you? Is this rhetor- Is this a rhetorical question? No. When we let no get out of here, don't don't pretend like you knew it was going to be scorching hot. Oh my god, I was absolutely prepared for. We the got heat. off the plane, we walked out. Now keep in mind, we're for like the GTA area, Toronto area. It's not cold. it's not known for like being super warm or aggressively we have warm. Great summers, yeah, great summers. But, but for the most part, yeah, when you get cold. out of the airport, they have heaters on yeah. to make sure that when you're standing there looking for your Uber or cab, that you're not going to get super cold. I get into Vegas. I'm standing there for the Uber. I'm like, what? Like. Who turned the heaters on? Like, why would these heaters be it on? Was so Buddy's standing hot. beside me. He's like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "The heaters." He's like, "There's no heaters. This is Vegas, man. You're in the desert." Sorry, I took my I'm like multivitamin. I'm like, it is so hot. There's not even a sun out. Yeah. How is it this hot? Let's the move asphalt on. The asphalt burnt my legs. Let's move on to. Uh, I wasn't rolling around in it. Some of the stories and the things that we did. So the first. The first thing, like the show that we did, we booked Chris Angel, which literally so many people like told us to go see Chris Angel. And we were like, really? Like, I mean, I loved Chris Angel, but he, I was young and he was on like TLC, whatever. But I had so many messages being like, go see Chris Angel. So we booked these tickets and they were not cheap and we show up and I guess we should tell them we should, we also showed up, we did a gummy in Vegas. So we were, uh. We were doing our we, Uber driver. Yes, she was amazing. Our Uber driver hooked us up with gummies. Yes, we went to because she read crystals. Yeah, she was awesome. She was incredible. She was so such a good vibe. So she took us to this. Her like, name like was legalized, Karen. legalized uh, like marijuana store, and we got some gummies. And we thought it would be a good idea to take a gummy and then go see a magic show. I, I had drank all day. I didn't want oh, to drink yeah. anymore. You definitely like hit a point where you're like, I'm done. Yeah, with like this. I passed out on the couch. Yeah. 
So we were like, let's just, and we, I, we just did a little bit. I did like the smallest amount. Five milligrams. Next to I nothing. I did less than that because I was like, okay, I'm just, well, well, sorry, I was just Saint wor- No, I was just worried. I didn't know how it was going to affect me, but we were going to this magic show. So we go and first of all, Ryan accidentally booked the tickets for the following night. Mm-hmm. So we originally had like row I'm two. Not a planner. Row two at Chris Angel. And now we were moved. Front center. Yeah. Row two. And we, we were thought, moved. man, we might be involved in this magic trick. <laughs> And they moved us to the side. Now, keep in mind, like, a magic show should be very much, like, aware of all of their angles. No matter where you're sitting, you shouldn't be able to see anything. So here here we sit, four adults, high as a kite. We were late to the show because we had, they, had to, like, they had to fix our tickets. So we're watching this show. Oh, my God. And, like, I highly, highly recommend... Not going. No. Oh. I highly recommend taking a gummy and going to see Chris Angel because it was probably one of the best, worst magic show I've ever seen. It was terrible. But the best experience because we were laughing violently the whole time and like, not rudely, but like, it was I don't think it wasn't, I don't, I think it was rude. I thought we were going to get kicked out. I was pissed though because they had four actors from the audience pretend that they weren't actors. And I don't know if we were just like hyper aware, but they were awful. Brittany, we were so high from this little teeny gummy, which by the way, in California, I think they just make them differently because yeah, they wild. killed us. Maybe it was the sun. Maybe it was all the drinks we had earlier, but Probably like, all the oh my God. But they were horrible. The yeah, people were but horrible. Brittany, we were so high that if a, if a fly landed on the stage, we would have seen yes, him. And was. if a fake fly landed on the stage, <laughs> we would have seen the string. Like, hold on. So first of all, Chris Angel is coming out and he's doing like some like magic shit and like there's doves flying. There's like this weird light show. And then he'll be like mind free and then he like it turns into this like dj but he looks like yeah it's so it's everywhere and it's like it's just so scatterbrained and like he also was wearing this like wig that is like his old hair and and he's got this like dad probably wasn't bod. his old hair it's just a fake hair no his whole hairstyle oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm wearing my old hair Hey, Gladys, can you keep this hair just in case one day I need to wear my own hair? <laughs> no, but he was just like, I don't know, man. And I don't want to talk poorly about him, but it was odd. Like, it was very odd. It was like he got like exiled from a boy band and like they brought him back and he was trying to do this comeback. And it was just like, it was sad. And yeah. at one point he like, he did this like disappear. He was supposed to disappear. And like all four of us saw him run off of the stage. <laughs> We didn't see him run in, off the stage. We saw him hide under the we stage. We did. We, well, we saw, we saw his, I literally saw his feet of run away. See, Chris Angel, if you're listening to this, you gotta wear shoes, if man. you're listening to this and you're wearing all black, do yourself a favor <laughs> and wear side. shoes. Because the only thing when you, when you entirely disappear that doesn't disappear is your toes. Yeah. And we saw your we toes. We saw your toes. Enter stage left or exit stage we, left. We will absolutely give credit to right. his, uh, like his levitation was really cool. Like we could not. And, but this is the thing, like we, we, again, we were very high, but everyone around <laughs> us was like, Oh my God. Like when he was like levitating and it's wild because you can't <laughs> figure out how he's doing it. But our whole thing was like, are people like freaked out and they're just impressed because the like animatronic, the, the animatronics. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park comes out. No, <laughs> the the logistics of like making this show. <laughs> That's not the right word. Either. What's the right word? Like the the me- the mechanics behind. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There the you go. The mechanics behind <laughs> making him float 
is levitate. He levitate. Okay. Is so impressive because you can't figure it out. So like that as an audience, I'm like, okay, I'm impressed with that because I can't figure it out. Yeah. But some people are in the audience. Oh my like, God. Thinking he's floating. I said to you, I, I turned to you. Now keep in mind again, still high. I looked at you. I'm like, are we supposed to actually believe he's floating? <laughs> well, because do the dude people believe me. he's floating? The we dude know it's a, cool, it's a cool, it's a cool trick because it is difficult to figure out and how we he's give doing credit it. to that for sure. But are we adults sitting in an auditorium with four hundred other adults yes. thinking he's floating? But like. The dude, Tyler beside me was like, he like turned to me. I don't know. It's like random dude turns to me. He's like, do you see like he's floating? I'm like, bro, he's, he's not floating. Like it was just, it was a lot, but it was honestly one of the funniest, funniest times of my entire life. Now I never laughed that hard. And you know what, pretty that whole, that night made my whole trip because because that trip was for you. It was for your birthday. And I really wanted to take you there. I've never seen you laugh that hard for that long. And I thought this stupid Chris Angel show is the best thing I've ever done for this woman. I'm so happy I spent all of this money for this shitty show that is not a comedy act, but my wife is dying. Oh my God. I can't even tell you. Here's how high we were. It was so good. Here's how high we were on this thing. I don't know what happened. There must've been like mushrooms or something. Oh my, it was wild, but it was from like a legalized store. I I definitely know, but they made us pay cash. So I don't know (laughs) how, how legal the distillery was. Anyways, it's fine. We started to start, we started noticing things in Vegas Mm -hmm. that Mm. I don't think you're supposed to notice. Now, if somebody knows the answer to this question, I need to know if this is legit. You were tripping hard. The people sitting in front of us at Chris Angel, your friend TK noticed that they were actors. Mm -hmm. And I says, they ain't actors. It's a husband. It's a, it's a son and a father. Then I started zeroing in on them, which maybe is why the the Chris Angel show was so bad because I didn't see it. I was watching these guys for a lot. And it was, they were feeding off of our emotions. So if we were like, there's a period of time where we're supposed to stand and I'm like, I can't stand. (laughs) And so I'm like, I got to sit down. The second I sat down, they immediately went, oh, oh, my legs are so tired. I got to sit down. I was like, whoa, wait a second. And then I started clapping and then they started clapping. Now, keep in mind, I also shouldn't have been clapping when I was clapping. They were feeding off of our energy and the buddy beside you, I'm convinced he was an actor. I think they fill that arena with a handful of actors strategically placed to make sure that the energy is supposed to be where it's supposed to be by their reaction. Mm. The more they react, the more you react. But when I left Chris Angel and we got, and we weren't allowed into Vanderpump rules. Vanderpump Paris. Yeah. Vanderpump Paris. You and Dana were, but Andy and I were not allowed in. (laughs) And we were forced to, to stand outside on the wall. <laughs> we stood there. I don't know how long you guys were there for, but we stood there like for a long enough time minutes. that my feet were hurting me. And I'm telling you, we saw the same people. And I'm not talking two people. I'm talking like a group of eight to 10 individuals. They were never together. They were all separate in a loop. And they kept walking the same loop. And every time they passed us, they were talking about the exact same thing almost like to the T I'm convinced that Vegas has people walking Mm -hmm. the streets that are not actually people walking. Well, they are, they're not robots that are not tourists. I, maybe they're undercover cops or actors or there are people there. There's a girl in a 
black bag with polka dots that walked past us like eight times. There was a guy we called him Mr. Limp Man. And because he had the most outrageous limp I've ever seen. And he kept going by. I'm like, there's Mr. Limp Man again. You guys were just way too ultra aware. Like, I definitely think that there were some actors in Chris Angel. But like, out on, like randomly, I don't think so. I bet you they were cops. <coughs> that's like the Truman Show shit. Like, that's too much. I felt like I was in the Truman Show that's almost trippy. the entire time I was in Vegas. That's really trippy. Really true. Almost the entire time I was in Vegas, I'm like, this world isn't real. Okay. Can we take a sidebar? Because I do want to tell you this story and then we'll come back to Vegas unless you want to continue. No, I'm good. I want to tell this. Chris Angel, mind freak. So I haven't told you this story yet. Um, I I told TikTok, but I told you not to watch it because I wanted to save it for the podcast. And I don't have TikTok. No, but you can watch TikTok without having right. it. So when I went on my uh, my run the other day, and if, if you watch my gram, you you know the story, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to tell anyways. So I went on uh, a walk run the other day on a trail, and my AirPods died. That always which happens. Which is always... Oh, <laughs> whenever my stories start with my AirPods die, I feel like it's going to be a good one. So I had, in, like, I had my crossbody bag on, so I'm walking through this trail, and there's no, like, there's not a lot of people around, but every once in a while, like I'll see somebody and there's like a ton of families. And so I'm like, okay, I don't see anybody for a bit. And then at the end, or sorry, at, um, part of this trail, it goes out to the water, um, like the river and there's like rocks and stuff. So I was like, I'm going to take a beat here. And like, I'm just going to sit here. And I was like, I'm going to listen. What's a beat? I'm going to take a minute. Oh, like, I'm just going to take a beat here because I had, I was running up. This Is that a saying? Yeah. Like, let me take a beat. <laughs> You've okay. never heard that? No. It's a saying. I've heard of the beat. No. Let me take I a beat. I got the beat. No, like, let me take a beat. Like, like regroup. You've never heard Like a heartbeat. Yeah, it's just oh, like a, a I've never heard that before, oh, well. no. You learned like, something like, I'm sitting here thinking, how is she going to, like, her earbuds are, are not working. How is she going to take a beat? <laughs> no. So I go and I sit down on the rocks. And as I was walking up to them, I'm like, you know what? I was listening to this podcast and I'm like, I'm going to put it in um, my crossbody because my ear pods aren't working and I'm just going to like what in? my phone. Oh, okay. So that I can listen to the podcast. I wanted to finish oh, the podcast, oh, right, right? Right, right? So the podcast that I'm listening to is called Dying for Sex. And it's not what you think. Well, it is and it isn't. How it's, could it not be what I think? Really quickly. It's about these two best friends. It's tr- like true story. These these two girls are like the real girls. Um, it's actually by Wandry. Like we do a whole bunch of ads yeah. from them. Yeah. It's a really good podcast. So these two best friends, the one best friend gets um, diagnosed uh, with cancer and then like terminal cancer. And essentially she is in a unfulfilling, unhappy marriage. There's a whole bunch of backstory. But she divorces her husband and goes on this like sexual adventure to like figure out like no it's just a lot of sex capades and she just is going through all of her like cancer (laughs) treatment this sounds exactly what i was thinking it sounds anyway it's really good and so they they talk about all of her like time so at this specific part she she goes on this date in the morning with this guy she like opened up her dating app and she was having trouble sleeping um from like the cocktail of like cancer medications that she was on so she was like i often would wake up at like five o'clock in the morning and i would like just scroll and this one dude happened to be on bumble or whatever it was and uh he's like do you want to come over we'll have like a little breakfast date and she was like yeah like i'd love that so she she came over and uh, she opened the door. He's like, she said his pictures were like really cute. He was like really good looking. And so she got to his house and he, she's like, I didn't see him until like I looked down and he was like, like a, like a certified midget or, or what's, what's the appropriate a little, per- little, person, little person. Sorry. And so she was like, uh, whatever. I feel obligated to come in now. Like I'm not going to like turn away. So she goes in 
And uh, they're like sitting down and they kind of like, or he like wants to cuddle. And she's like, I don't know what to do here, but like, I feel like I'm just going to go with it. And he says like, can you start tickling me? Like, let's like, let's tickle each other. What? <laughs> So she's like, oh, I didn't know what to do. So like, I was like, okay. So then like, we're kind of like tickling and like, it's now it's just me tickling him like aggressively <laughs> and he, yeah, he gets like a huge boner, yes. huge boner. And, and he's like, don't stop. And he's like fucking cackling and like not tickling around his dick, just like in his armpits, like just regular tickle spots. And then he, like he ejaculates and like it comes everywhere from being tickled. It's like a fetish. So he was naked the whole time he's being tickled. No, he just like came in his pants. <laughs> Oh. So wait, that's not even it. So I'm fucking listening to the story and there's no one around and I'm like crying laughing because I'm like, what is this? And then I look over and there's a fucking family having a picnic just by. No way. No, this is not real life. I swear to God. This isn't real life. You just didn't notice. Oh, nobody's here. Well, nobody's listen, here. I, All like, except for that no, family. No, I walked up and like, <laughs> like... If you go around where the rocks are, there's like, there's no one there. You can't see anything. And then as I was like coming back, there's a whole other section yeah. that like, I didn't realize that you could like walk down and they're just like fucking sitting there and they're all just staring. Yeah. I was is like, it, I will really, see myself. Is it really graphic? I mean, she's literally like, I was tickling him and he ejaculated everywhere from me being like, from me tickling him. Like it was like, these people are probably like, what kind of porn is this fucking weirdo do you remember when we watched that sex fetish tv show and they were called the lunars the balloons they would uh they would get off when a balloon would pop as you're blowing the balloon up they're blowing up yeah and then as the balloon pops they pop those are real people when i pop you pop real people like you would think that's like maybe one in the entire world there's a whole group of them there's a ton of them did you called strange sex strange sex there's there's a strange strange sex there's a fetish where people like having sex with people dressed up as like teddy animals. bears. Animals. An animal. Like, yeah. Well, that's bestiality. No, I think. no, no. Like the horsey like teddy ones. Bears. Oh, yeah. 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 Right? They were like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> You're like, I'm one of them. <laughs> oh, Brittany, later. Can you ride my unicorn? Just trying to breathe. <laughs> was that a laugh or a fucking That was a horse. horse. That was a horse. Oh my god, this has escalated so good. <laughs> okay, anyway, it was that's my story, okay? So back to Vegas. Back to uh, Vegas. What else did we oh do there? Oh my god. We had a lot of mimosas. That was lovely. Oh my god. Uh we had uh how did it get there you know how did our podcast get there <laughs> oh, that was what was that <laughs> that was a crying unicorn. oh my god we did do uh oh. if you are ever in vegas or if you're going <laughs> if you're going That's soon you need to go see absinthe i would see that show like five more times. It was the best show I've ever seen in my life. Ah, uh, so I heard something about Absinthe. Best show ever. If if you went another night, it's yeah. a different show. Hmm? Yeah, there's a bunch of performers. So we saw probably I think eight performers. Oh my god! But there, I believe there's more than double that. So wow. each like 
each night has their own specific uh, people. Right. And sometimes, like, obviously, yeah. one might be doing it three times. Sure. Uh, but the show we saw, if we went any other night, we wouldn't have seen that show. Oh, my God. It's incredible. What about, like, the gazillionaire and that girl, yeah, too? They're they always are. consistent? Okay. Those guys, those two are consistent. The Green Fairy is consistent. And by if the way, wanna... we're not giving anything away no. here. But, like, a general consensus, Absinthe is like a... Um, it's like Cirque du Soleil meets a, the carnival. No, it's like Cirque du Soleil on crack meets like buskers oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At, meets like uh, like a, a raunchy comedy show. Like the people have walked out of this show before because they've been so offended. It's one of those things where like the hosts will come and they will heckle the audience like a comedian would. And like in between each act, they have these things and it was just so good. Like it was so good. I'll give, so, you, an, I'll give you an example of this. There was a, there was a young man, probably early twenties yeah. beside another young woman, probably early twenties beside her mother. Mm-hmm. And this guy. Pretty, and father. Oh, he was. The, mm-hmm. Oh, I guess and the, the old. I guess the old dude beside the and the grandparents were right been. beside them. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a whole family affair. Oh, okay. Don't so, go with your family. <laughs> so, or don't sit front row. God, if you no. don't want to get yeah. offended, don't sit front row. Right. Anyways, so this poor kid was sitting front row, and he says, "What's going on here? Are you dating her?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah." And uh, he cut. That's why I was confused because I was also drunk. Uh, <laughs> He cut the other part of the family off and just yes. focused on these three. Anyways, yeah. long story short, he said, this guy is either rich and bought, and brought his girlfriend and, and mother and mother-in-law yeah. to Vegas, or he's got a huge cock. Yeah. Well, he's fucking ramming your daughter. And, and the mom's like, oh my God. And then he <laughs> says to the, to the girl, does he have a huge dick? And, he, and she looks at her mom and her mom's like, what? And he said, Sarah. He, then he looks at the mom. He's like, don't worry. I'm going to ask you next. And I'm like, so... That's the first thing about this. I'm like, yeah, I love, love this. this show. At one point, he asks some like grandma, which I like, she would have had to been 70 something who was like sitting in front of us. He was talking about, again, like dicks or something. Like, he was making fun of those young girls in the audience. And then he was like, You, he turns to her who was like mid 70s and he's like, You probably uh, sucked some good dick in your day. <laughs> and her husband's like, Man, well, yeah. she, yeah, she did. Yeah doesn't anymore anyway you have to go you have to go see that show it is so good like i would go back and just watch oh that my again. god it incredible set incredible and there was is, no actors in there no everybody oh. was it was such a quaint show there's like an eight foot stage it's yeah. circular and you're literally around the stage so we sat row two or three and probably, we don't we didn't need to we only, didn't know it only probably fits like 60 70 people probably like 200 are really yeah i'm not gonna math no. Uh, anyway, Mind it was, you, it's I a small venue. I did think there was six, 60 million. Uh, oh, yeah. The chandeliers. Chandeliers. That was wrong. 600 million or whatever it was. Anyway, um, let's just wrap this up in, in talking about how, because I don't think we're supposed to go back to Vegas next year for a wedding, which I think will be such a bomb experience. Um, but we're talking about like you know, a lot of people go to Vegas a lot. Like they love to party and they, and they make this like a trip that they go often. I don't think that I need to go back to Vegas. Like I'll go back for sure for this wedding, maybe like a bachelorette, like, but I don't, I don't have a desire to go back and do Vegas again, because I definitely think it's a place that you need to experience because it's a different vibe out there. It's just like, like you said, it's very contagious to, to, I've to never like, said that. no, it wasn't you who said that. Now nope. that I said it, somebody else asked me that. 
I said it was tiring. <laughs> no, but it, but it's a contagious sense of like, you're tired, but everyone else, you, it's like the worst FOMO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's, what I mean? Like it, you want FOMO to. It's all day long. Like to a point where Andy was like, we're only here for four days, so I'm going to do everything. And this is one of them. And it was like, he was going on, he just came off his night shift. Yeah, he yeah, he's a firefighter. He didn't, he didn't sleep for 24 hours, then got on a plane. Yeah, he was then, like, let's then go. Then stayed up to 3.30 in the morning, local time. And so I felt like I didn't have a leg to stand on No, to I'm like, I can't I'm complain. like, I'm so tired. Look at like, Andy. He's like, yeah. If Andy wants to do anything, I'm going to say yes. I know. It was but I, so I was talking to a client today about this exact same thing because we were saying that. And he said, well, did you do the day, the day clubs or did you do the night clubs? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, we did the day clubs. He's like, did you do any night clubs? I said, no. He's like, there are two different Vegases. Mm. There's Vegas day and there's Vegas night. That's true. We and didn't you, do any of that. you either need to experience Vegas day or you need to experience Vegas night. It's mm. very difficult to do both. Yes. And we were Vegas day on every single one of the four days we were there. And it bled he into... Said to, he said to me, next time you go to Vegas, flip it. Huh. Chill during the day. Maybe hang out by your pool. Then take a, a a midday nap and then do Vegas night. He said, "You do That's Vegas night, and you will you will have probably the same experience, but a totally different experience. Right. That's worth experiencing." I could definitely see that because um, a lot. I think that if had we had stayed longer, we do go back. I would like to experience Fremont Old Vegas at night because it is a different experience at night. It's just far from the strip, so you need to like make that your adventure. But it's hard to do after like your no. Full but he was day. saying the nightclubs. He no, said no, the no, no, nightclubs are that. out of this world. I understand that. I just like, I also look at us too. Like, I don't love clubbing. Like I've never loved clubbing. I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) We're very much more like live music people. Um, So I feel like that, that would be a very interesting, I mean, we would still do it, but like, I don't know if I would love that as much as somebody who enjoys like going out and clubbing. Like I like to dance and stuff, but I'd prefer to go see like a live music like band on the patio or something. That's my vibe. But if you're into like crazy heat great <laughs> x band members performing magician magical shows if you're into drinking with your, with your spouse and laughing with your spouse and having a grand old time for four straight days with very limited sleep i do highly recommend las vegas right. oh by the way las vegas is las vegas not vegas, vegas. i couldn't find vegas at the airport what do you mean the alphabet it was going down alphabetically and i went to v <laughs> and i'm like i can't find our flight Dana's like, it's right here. I'm like, oh, Las oh, Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> it's not Vegas. Well, Where are you flying, we... Vegas? <laughs> Who says I'm flying to Las Vegas? Now, keep. I do know it is Las Vegas. I just had a brain fart. Yeah, goddamn right. Yeah, goddamn right. I did. Yeah, goddamn right. Anyway, let's wrap this up. We got, We hope you guys have a fabulous. When's this coming out? Tuesday? Hope you have a fabulous Wednesday morning tomorrow. Or Tuesday. It depends on when they're listening to this. Hope you guys are doing happy, great. Happy Tuesday or Thursday. <laughs> Maybe this is a Sunday for you. Either way, <laughs> live it up. Peace out, A Town. Hey, everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. 
making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.